Welcome to Ignited by Hope, where we inspire greatness through unconditional love. My name is Jesse, and each week we will explore topics that help us achieve a fuller understanding of ourselves, our relationship with spirit, and our relationship with others. We are changing the world one heart at a time, giving people a place to call home on their spiritual journey. Let's dive in. This week, we are talking about joy, what it is, how you find it, and how to keep it. I want to preface this conversation with a disclaimer. Having joy is not about getting rid of your other emotions. You are still allowed to be sad or angry. You're still going to experience grief and hurt. Joy is the foundation that allows you to experience all these other emotions without getting swallowed whole by them. It doesn't replace them. Joy is the difference between honoring your emotions and wallowing in them. I think it's an important distinction to bring up because so often people tend to think that having joy is the same thing as being happy. Joy is a state of being, whereas happy is an emotion. Joy is internal, whereas happiness is external. We can be happy without having joy and vice versa. You can have joy even when shit's hitting the fan. I can guarantee you, you've seen this at work either in your professional or personal life. The person who complains about everything and can find faults even in the most amazing circumstances can also be found truly enjoying the company of a very select few. I know you know who I'm talking about. Those are the people who have happiness but not joy. On the flip side, I'm sure you know someone who is nauseatingly happy all the time. It's like nothing is ever wrong. Those aren't the ones who have joy either. A small handful, sure. But if anyone tries to make you believe that their life has always been and always will be perfect, they are lying to the world and most likely lying to themselves as well because life is never perfect. The kind of people I'm talking about are the ones who are authentic in their journey. The ones who know that even when it feels like everything is crashing down around them, there is still good to be found in the world. They are the ones who take accountability for their lives and they don't live in a state of victimhood. They're able to persevere no matter what. Some call them resilient. Others say they're half glass full kind of people. Whatever you use to describe their character, they all have one thing in common, and that's joy. My husband and I actually had a very powerful conversation about this very thing a couple of years ago. I was in just like this weird place of knowing that I wasn't happy, but I didn't know what would make me happy. I had lost not just my joy, but I had lost that piece of happy as well. I'm sure if you were to ask him, hanging out with me at that point was not a whole hell of a lot of fun. But he stuck with me. Through the course of that conversation, I was able to figure out that this seed had been planted, that I didn't deserve to be happy, and that I deserved to be punished. 
I don't know where that idea came from, but it was so deeply ingrained in my psyche that I wanted to be able to like literally go back in time, figure out where it had come from so that I could actually change how I felt about it. I felt like I was missing pieces of the puzzle and without them, I couldn't figure out that whole picture and get back into that state of joy. His response to me was to pick a new puzzle. Seriously? Pick a new puzzle? I don't remember exactly what I said to him, but I'm pretty sure that it wasn't very nice and it was probably dripping with sarcasm. This is where my husband's amazing ability to break through with his metaphors and analogies into the deepest recesses of people's hearts and get ideas to click in their brains. We went through this entire conversation about how joy is a choice. And he started talking about how men often get hung up on a woman's previous partners. Apparently, they want to be the best that that woman has ever had and feel like they're lacking if they aren't. But the question is, what really matters? Them being the best or the fact that the woman they are with is choosing to be with them day in and day out, regardless of what their previous partners were like. He used this as a way to show just how much choice we have in life and how important it is that we focus on those choices that are empowering rather than disempowering. He also compared the choice of having joy to love. We both agree that love is an emotion and a choice because when you've been married for as long as we have, you know darn good and well that there are days that you do not like each other. I mean, that's just, that's marriage. If anybody can tell me that they have lived a marriage where they have liked their spouse 100% of the time, please call me, let me know how you did it. And I don't know if even then I will believe you. (laughs) I mean, marriage is hard, you guys. We all know that. What makes a great marriage is not the fact that it's hard and it's not the fact that you drive each other bonkers on certain days. It's the fact that on those days where you both need to be in your separate corners that you don't show in that moment how irritated you are. You choose to show that person love. Joy is a lot like that. You can choose to focus on all of the bad things that are going on in your life and it is going to suck your soul dry. Or you can focus on everything that's going right. You can intentionally look for the blessings that exist in your life and you can also make choices that will get you out of the situations that you're currently in that are killing your spirit. There are certain things that as adults we have to do. Well, I suppose we don't have to, but the consequences are going to just be astronomical if we don't do them. Paying bills, 
keeping a home clean, eating the right foods. There are some days that I would much rather sit down and eat a pan of brownies for lunch instead of my salad. But I know that the consequences of that I am going to pay for dearly, just like paying your bills. Sure, if you want to skip a month and get behind a little bit, you can probably make that up if your finances are okay. But if you continue down that trend, you're going to end up filing bankruptcy. That is a huge consequence that none of us ever want. So yes, we do have to do things as adults that we don't want to. You don't have to live there though. And when you are living in the misery of the things that you don't want to be doing, that's when you lose your joy. The job that you hate. Why in God's name are you getting up and going to that job day after day after day? And be honest with yourself. Are you scared that you can't find something better? Do you feel like you're incapable of being hired by another company? What is holding you back from finding something that you do enjoy? Finding something that will bring you joy long term. And I'm not saying that you need to go quit your job tomorrow because leaving a position that pays your bills without a backup plan, not the smartest idea. It's that balance of doing what you need to do and designing a life that brings you joy. You have to live in that in-between sometimes. Can you go find a job that is just kind of, meh, I can do it. It doesn't suck my soul dry and it'll get me where I want to go. Can you find a job like that so that you're taking those steps to get where you want to be instead of waking up every single morning wishing that all you could do is go back to bed? What kind of life is that? I don't know about you, but I don't want to live that kind of life. I did for a really long time. I think that is part of what made me want to become the kind of life coach that I am and to become the kind of minister that I am because I know what it feels like to live in that space of knowing nothing in your life is the way that you envisioned it would be or that you have every reason under the sun to be happy, but you're not. And I think that sucks just as bad. I've experienced both and I would never go back there. (laughs) Now that I've figured out what it means to actually have joy, I could never go back to any of the old ways of living. It's not worth it. Once you experience that deep-seated state of being that is joy, you can't ever let it go. For the longest time, I thought that my joy was being connected to God. But that's external. That is an external source that was generating happiness in my life. And the reason I know that is because I was atheist for a really long time. I had so much going on that basically I snapped my fingers and I stopped believing in God. Okay, it wasn't that simple, but you get the picture. It was an external thing. What I finally figured out is that joy is being connected to who you are authentically. When you are living in a space 
where you get to stay true to your heart. You get to stand in integrity. Part of joy is saying what you mean and meaning what you say. Joy is knowing who you are because when you are able to stay in line with your soul, with the core of who you are, that's when you know that everything is going to be okay no matter what. You're able to look at your past as a lesson. And when hardship comes, you're able to look back and go, you know what? Yeah, I handled all of that. I can handle this too. You don't doubt yourself. And when you don't doubt yourself, you know that you are capable of accomplishing anything. You trust yourself. And even better, you get to trust those around you. And let me tell you, when you have got this amazing support system around you, the happiness that that garners, it's incredible. You you get to this part in your life where you've got that internal joy, you've got that internal connection, and the moments of happiness start coming at you so fast that you almost want to take a step back and go, whoa. What the heck did I do to deserve this? And when you get to that point, you can say, you know what? Yeah, I do deserve this because I worked my ass off to get here. I am true to who I am. I am true to those around me. And I do deserve to be happy. Because even though joy and happiness are two very different things, if you want to have a truly fulfilled life, you need both. And you need both readily. When life is just out of control and you are so overwhelmed and you don't know what you're going to do, north becomes south, up becomes down, everything is a mess. You want to be able to tap into both the joy and the happiness, even if it's for only 10 minutes, just so that you can have that reset and get out of the overwhelm. When you can get out of that overwhelm. When it hits, you're able to actually take that step back and say, okay, what solutions are available to me right now? And when you can quickly find solutions, you get to go back to love and life a whole lot faster. You don't get stuck in the rigmarole of all of the things that you dislike. You don't get stuck in the rut of, I can't stand my family, or I hate my job, or I am living in a house that I just do not want to live in, and I am sick and tired of keeping up with the Joneses. All of that just somehow disappears. I mean, I don't want to say it completely disappears, but when you connect with the joy, it's almost like none of that matters anymore. It's like this switch gets flipped in your brain where if it's not in alignment with who you are and it brings you out of integrity, you walk away. It becomes very simple when you're able to live your joy. And when you're able to live your joy, you get to keep it. It's not based on your external circumstances. It's not based on happiness anymore. Whatever is going on externally, you know that you can handle it. You know that you can get through it. You know that there are blessings in your life because it's not 
all about what is happening to you in that exact moment. It becomes the entire picture. To go back to the example my husband used of picking a new puzzle, it very much applies to both the past and the present. And even though I don't 100% agree with everything my husband said, he still made some really valid points. I believe that our past helps shape who we are. And so we can't forget our past. There does come a point, though, where we have to stop living in it and essentially pick a new puzzle. When we base all of our decisions on who we were or what we did or how we felt in the past, we aren't giving ourselves the opportunity to create something new. We aren't giving ourselves the opportunity to find joy. We just keep sitting in that loop where we're perpetuating the same feelings and actions that we did 5, 10, sometimes 30 years ago. There's this constant state of guilt when we allow the past to define who we are, and it completely robs us of joy. So pick a new puzzle. When you think about the actual constructs of a puzzle, you've got all these amazing pieces that create this singular image. Yet each individual puzzle piece holds its own unique character. If you're missing a single piece, the puzzle isn't complete. Our lives are exactly like that. Each moment holds its own beauty, its own lesson. We have the opportunity to determine whether or not we are going to see those lessons or we're going to see that pain. When we're able to almost remove the emotional reactions to our past and understand all of the good that came from it, the choices that you make in the future and in your present even, are wildly different. Picking that puzzle requires you to almost detach emotionally from your past while still seeing what you were meant to learn so that you're able to pull the joy of the experiences into your present. And when you do that, that's really when you're able to start picking a new puzzle for your future. Everything goes back to this whole joy piece. And without it, I don't think that we ever get to fully experience what life is meant to be. Finding joy is one of the keys to experiencing everything that you are meant to experience here on this earth. So I want to challenge you today to start looking for it. Find your own joy. Find your authentic self and live fully. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. If you'd like to connect with us, feel free to reach out on our Facebook or Instagram pages, which you can find linked in the about section or leave us a comment here on the episode. Blessings to you as you move about your day. Until next time.